just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. I'm Dom and I've seen 43 episodes of One Tree Hill. I'm Katie and I have seen One Tree Hill four to six times. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere in there. (laughs) And tonight's episode for debate is season two, episode 21, What Could Have Been? up appearances my half brother my half brother <laughs> keeping up with the joneses danny glover i'm fooling myself how you doing boozy i'm fooling myself i thought i smelled something oh that's gank and i think it's coming from you she always backs down. Karen, grow a pet. Tell Lucas he's a little shit. And stick with it. Yeah, you're talking about you, Pooh. I need a doctor. I don't know, he'd be off somewhere battling, wearing a dress. When do you plan to start living? You know, like the person you've become, then do something about it, because no one's going to do it for you. So, my friends, welcome to the High Flyers Club. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. This is for my mom. Ravens are free. Yeah. One, two, three. So hello and welcome to the Ravens of One Tree Hill podcast, where it's always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 2, Episode 21, What Could Have Been Dom? We are here, but we are not alone, my friend. Katie, Virginia's own... Patreon's own is in the building. Katie, thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. It's great to have you on. Thanks. I'm glad to be on. It is a pleasure to have you here. Dom, my man, how are you, my friend? I'm all right. Yeah, good. I've had uh, a pretty good week. Just getting back to normality after you know, all sorts of craziness, birthday last weekend, you know, all that sort of stuff. Going wild. Not really. <laughs> Did not very much at all. You, just, you went just crazy. A... Wet t-shirt competitions. <laughs> the, the weird thing was you were just doing it on your own in the garden. Have so you, you never done always the winner? Solo wet t-shirt competition. You are missing out, my friend. That you garden can't... hose. No doubt party. <laughs> you can't lose. You cannot... You're always going to win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What about you? Excellent. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm good. Uh, wrapped up into the football, soccer, as as it's known outside of here, the UK. We um, <laughs> uh, Which was yeah. Which which was good. Apart from all the horribleness that's followed it. Uh, um, but the the football itself was was good. Um, obviously, we didn't win, but it was entertaining, and I think uh, it was a great team. And yeah, and besides that, yeah, all good. Katie, what have you been doing? Tell us about you. Tell us about your life. Um, I have a 
a small child. I have a, a daughter um, and she was in swim lessons this weekend. So we did that and um, it's very hot here. So lots of summer activities, but yeah, nothing as exciting as you guys though. <laughs> that sounds way more exciting. Well, apart from Dom's <laughs> wet t-shirt competition, of course, but that sounds, uh, that sounds, that sounds perfect. That sounds awesome. Well, Katie, we need to find out way more about you because this is our first time officially meeting. I mean, we've gone back and forth on the messages, of course, which is great. But tell us, One Tree Hill, how did it first enter your life and why is it you know, so special to you? Um, I mean, honestly, I can't quite remember how I started watching it, but I think I was pretty young. Like, I think I was probably in middle school. So like 12 years old, which is pretty young to be watching. <laughs> um, and then, but I think I didn't start watching it live until maybe season four. Um, but I caught up seasons one through three before that. Um, and then I think I watched it through season nine um, as it was airing. But so I've seen one through six a handful of times as per most people have. Mm. And then seven, eight, and nine, maybe only three times. Um, but I don't know. I think I just really enjoy the drama and all the characters and that sort of thing. And it was sort of my, one of the first shows that I really actually like watched. So um, nothing like hugely sentimental for me. I just think it's a great show. So for sure it definitely is no one's going to argue that on this podcast and <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had this thought there's there's a, there's a kind of like luckiness I'm, I'm almost missing out on seeing it when it actually aired because there's there's certain elements of it that are like I look at it and I, I see I, I do all my city predictions and all of that and some of them are you know spot on some of them are miles away I keep being reminded as well by people they're messaging me saying this was outlandish and ridiculous but <laughs> um looking at it I you know I'm looking at it from quite nostalgic eyes and I look at the clothes they're wearing I look at the phones they're using I look at the cars they're driving and you know you guys maybe not Simon but definitely you Casey you were watching it at a time when it was happening so all of that was relevant like uh, we talked about Andy's Motorola Razor yes. and like I was looking at that like oh my god do you remember the Motorola Razor but you know you might have seen that as oh wow he's got a Motorola Razor how cool you know that sort of thing and that's um, a sort of there's a slight edge of envy on my part to to you right now um because you you kind of had that experience and I don't get that yeah but I mean I don't even remember like <laughs> watching it for the first time I wish I could feel how that felt again you know so it you have an edge as well but my sister had a Motorola razor and I did not and I was very jealous and so yeah watching it back I'm like oh, those darn razors get one now yeah. I know <laughs> they came back <laughs> they did come back yeah quite recently didn't they it's like a smartphone so. version and Samson are doing that they have like a flip phone yeah like all touchscreen I don't know but but that is a very interesting point because I didn't watch it live either. I think at the time I was watching it, season nine was about to come out. I think it was just before that. 
and I had it recorded on Sky. Sky is like our version of TiVo. Um, I all set up, but I had stopped watching it. I, I've said this at, yeah, right, at the beginning of the podcast, but I was going through a bit of a difficult time. So I stopped watching it because I was like, I don't want to watch this until my life is better so I can be enjoying it. <laughs> like, don't want to waste this on like, you know, sad Simon. So I waited I sorted all my job situation out. And then I, and then I was like, right, season nine is coming out. But I was like, but I want to start from the beginning and get all the way there. And that was my second rewatch. But it took me so long to watch those first eight seasons. By the time I'd got there, it had already finished airing. So I wasn't, I didn't even watch that live. Um, but I get completely what you're saying because I'm watching Dawson's Creek at the moment for the first time. And it feels nostalgic to me even though i'd never seen it but because it's like i'm looking at like 1997 98 99 we you know wherever it is now and uh even though i didn't watch it live it's like oh you know yeah look at the fact they don't have cell phones and like when they do when a computer is in the show it's got like a foot on the back of the screen you know <laughs> so i yeah that's a good point dom oh thank you oh that's probably the one for this entire podcast yeah just go now you've done yeah. it <laughs> well katie do you have a favorite character or someone that you like identify with in the show like now or when you were younger or at any point well my favorite character but i don't think i would identify with is dan oh, you know, I, was, I was really hoping you'd say that as well i was, I was thinking oh i think i think dan's gonna be a favorite but it will be a, yeah. i don't identify but i really wish you'd just gone i really identify <laughs> um yes yeah, so love dan love his character arc um he's he's just great and um you know you love to hate him as you guys have said before so but um character when i was originally watching it that I loved and always kind of idolized was Brooke, which, you know, most people that come on here, I think say Brooke. So um, love her as well. She's, she's a great character. I mean, and how, how are you feeling about the drama Queens podcast? Have you been listening to that? I actually just started listening to it today, actually, but it is definitely on my list um I'm excited to hear what they have to say and they're just the cutest so I can't wait to listen to all of them so yeah are you trying to say that Dom and I aren't the cutest podcast I I will go and fill on wet t-shirt if you need me to (laughs) right now yes (laughs) that's what's needed new patreon level Dom will get the hose oh my goodness um no I just I just seeing them in 2003 and then seeing them now is a lot of fun so yeah I actually, I actually got a message of when we've kind of get into the podcast a little bit more uh, into this episode sorry I'll uh, I'll talk about it but I got a message from someone today that um heard their most recent episode the drama queen's most recent episode and said that a topic that came up in that is something that I mentioned really early on in like yeah. season one so I'll, I'll bring it up in oh a bit. wow I I've listened I've um I've listened to like the first twenty minutes of it and I think I know I won't say but I think I know what you're gonna say because I heard it and I was like I've heard someone say that <gasps> it was dumb <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that this latest episode that just came out today has Lee Norris on it. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah, which pisses me off. Because <laughs> he's meant to be on this podcast, Lee. Come on, Lee. Someday. Guest yeah. starring, though. He's never really fully credited, is he? So far, at least. He only ever comes up as guest starring Lee Norris. So it means he's not really, you know, embedded yet. Yeah. Which probably yeah. means they'll kill him off at some point. <laughs> he might. <laughs> Such a good poker face. I love it. <laughs> Hey, what's well, your what's your favorite? I'm going to jump in here and ask and ask. Uh, what's your favorite series? So the 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 kind of barometer that that I have kind of in my head is that people tend to hate season two. Or well, I say hate it, they they don't like it. Season one is that everybody's kind of core favorite. It's the OG. Season two kind of killed it, and then they smashed it. Season three onwards, and then is it season seven that everybody seems to hate as well? So yeah, it's just kind of. Are you in that crowd as well? You kind of love three and four. The rest is mediocre or where, where do you see um, So three and four is great. My favorite season is actually season five. Um, and seven and eight. Yeah, not super great. <laughs> Nine is okay. Um, two is okay. But I think the bulk of the greatness of One Tree Hill is right in the middle. So nice. Yeah. I'm kind of of secretly hoping in in season seven or uh, and eight that well, and then presumably nine that like Lucas gets like a peg leg. (laughs) He just has his wooden leg, like the whole just this wooden peg leg. And that's how you've called it. People are pulling their hair out now. (laughs) Listen to this. How has he done it again? Peg leg Luke. How does he know? There you go. You heard it here first, people. How would the peg leg happen? Uh, probably another car accident. Keith driving. He's absolutely boozed up to the to the eyeballs. Wow. You know, what would happen to Keith in that? Nothing. Gets away nothing. with it. Nothing. Oh. Police. Police let him off. Oh, nice. All Karen, right. Karen forgives easily. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, guys. You know. Egg leg Luke Tahani. Put it on a T-shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I would really agree. I think one, three, four. I like five also. I like six as well. And seven and eight. Yeah. Nine. I really like nine. I only just watched nine for the second time before we started the podcast. Because that was sort of what ignited the podcast was I just finished a, a rewatch. And I really liked it. But... There are a few moments in seven and eight that will make for wonderful podcasting. <laughs> like, oh, sure. There's some things that will be amazing to talk about because they're so crazy or terrible or whatever. But there is some, there are still some good moments. I They're really like bashing the writing still on uh, drama queens. Like I, I understand we've spoken about it. We understand why. You know, if they're talking about particular people that were abusing power, and of course, but there are some parts where it's like you got you got to balance what you're doing here because you know people are listening to this because yeah they love them but they also love the show you know and so it'll be interesting to see people write in like what they're if if what they're feeling on that. Um, but yeah, anyway, what about your favorite top? five tv shows of all time 
This was a very challenging thing for me to do because I, when I'm watching a show, I'm like very much invested in it. But then once it's over, a lot of times I just never think about it again. So when I'm watching a show, I'm like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. And then that's it. So um, One Tree Hill will put on the list. Yeah. Um, have to. Friends, um, The Office. The U.S. Office. Yes, U.S. Office. Um, just saying same list so far yeah and same with a lot of people that have come on but I think where I will differ is I'm gonna say the Great British Baking Show or Great British Bake Off nice my wife would be with you on that it's so sweet everybody's so nice to each other very different from American cooking shows (laughs) um so that's like what I watch when I'm not feeling well or having a bad day or whatever. It's just, it's great. Um, and then the last one. Star Trek The Next Generation, bang that in there. Never have seen <laughs> anything Star Trek related, but my husband watches Star Trek to fall asleep at night. <laughs> uh, it's a start. <laughs> yeah, you know. um, so I'm torn between Lost, yes, which I see behind you there. Um, I'm actually rewatching Lost right now, but um, I don't know if you guys have seen Dead to Me on Netflix. Yeah, that's really good. A good one. Christina Applegate. Yep. Um. Oh, Dom, if you haven't seen that, you'll like that. It's so good. Um, yeah, that's got you written all over it. I'll say that. I'll say dead to me just because the acting's great and it's really hard not to watch the entire season in one sitting because it's like eight 20 minute episodes. Super easy. Um, so yeah, I'll say that. It's really dead good. And and yeah, Dom, dead to me is really good because uh, you know, quite often I think that you're dead to me once you <laughs> get the... <So> sad. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> it's nice to have a a recommendation for i think we get a lot of the same things that come through like exactly like you said so it's good to have a nice little recommendation thanks Uh also with your husband watching star trek to fall asleep to it's it's safe it's secure it's comforting (laughs) that's exactly why he's it's just an environment he feels safe in i'll add it to my list (laughs) (laughs) that's number six (laughs) (laughs) and what um Without giving too much away, because I'm certain, certain that I will handcuff Dom and force him to do a lost podcast with me at some point. So without giving it, I know he's seen season one, without giving any spoilers away, what season are you in currently for your rewatch? I just finished season three. So big, big kind of turning point there. So good. So good. It's really good. I believe that a podcast with Lost will work just as well as One Tree Hill because I feel just as passionately about it, I'd say, or as close to. Um, so, yeah. Dom, did, I, sorry, go on. ahead. No, go, go, go. I, um, I do listen to a Lost podcast if you need a recommendation to listen to. But if you're going to do one, then I guess... Never mind. Don't listen to one. <laughs> I, one of my favorite podcasts of all time is a lost podcast. Uh, so I'm wondering if it's the same. What, what's your one called? The Lost Boys. Okay. And no. it's sort of the same setup where one of them has seen 
the whole series and one hasn't seen any. And the one who hasn't seen any, ironically, his name is Jack Shepard. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, that's the main character of Lost Dom. Yeah. That's, Jack I, Shepard. I, I, to, um, I watched the first, I watched up to a, to a point and, and I think it's probably just after the first season. So I've I've never actually sort of got beyond that. Um, okay. So I'll give it a go. Definitely. But yeah, I remember, I remember the, the name of the character. So that's, that's crazy. Maybe yeah. we should change our names. <laughs> Shotgun lock. I want to be lock. <laughs> uh, I meant like one tree hill names. You're definitely mouth. <laughs> <laughs> then you're Jimmy. Oh God. <laughs> Which means I was really hoping you said, Oh, you're whitey, but no, I got fucking Jimmy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Oh, dude. He just isn't around. <laughs> he just, yeah, he just doesn't exist. He's off murdering people, <laughs> putting people in the ground right now. Oh, well, um, yeah, Lost is fantastic. We will have to do it at some point. Um, I, yeah, I, I would love to do that. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that when we finish One Tree Hill, that it would be a show that people might want to would stick with us for, you know, because it's important that we have to sort of we want to keep our listenership, you know. So, uh, yeah, but well, we'll see. All right, a bit of business, a little bit of business um, before I've got one more question for you, Katie, but just before we get to that. Our last episode had ended in controversy. Yes, Ooh. because we could not nail down a rating for oh i've forgotten what it's called <laughs> what's that, that been called... episode 20 topsy-turvy episode is what dom called it uh, lifetime piling up yes lifetime piling up well firstly katie what did you do you enjoy that episode would you have given it a 10 with me and magdalena or would you have given it a seven with dom seven you don't have to honestly <laughs> i just don't really care for sort of filler episodes like that i just personally they don't do much for me so i might have maybe even done a little lower but i think seven is good oh you would have gone below a seven even maybe you can speak well, your truth. It's okay. Well, well done, Katie. Well done. I don't. I don't give a lot of tens, so you know that uh, that comes into play too. But yeah, I would probably go with with the seven. Nice. Sorry. That's, that's okay. <laughs> the, uh, well, the general consensus of the of the vote. Did you are you asking what it is? Oh yeah. That's <laughs> I don't, I don't look at it because it's. I'm scared of spoilers. Yeah, Dom's like banned from the Patreon, even though he he ha- he is a Patreon member, so he can listen back to our stuff. But he doesn't go onto our Patreon and look at any of the comments or anything. It's a safe place. It's a Dom-free place. <laughs> Everyone can feel secure because he is not there. We can celebrate, have good times talk about how much we hate him because he's not there whilst he's in his garden having a wet t-shirt contest on his own <laughs> what a weirdo mom the, the hose has gone cold again <laughs> <laughs> so, so i put it out for a vote for a poll the first time i've ever done a poll on patreon ravenshoops.net 
And uh, so only patrons get that delicious power to decide whether it was a 10 or a 7. And it ended, I think it ended something, well, it's still going. <laughs> it's, it's a forever <laughs> debate. But it, I think it was about 17 people had voted for a 7 and about 11 or 12 had voted for a 10. So we're talking, you had just under two thirds. Is that right? No, no, no. You, you won. You won. Okay. <laughs> but it wasn't like a landslide. You no, know, it no, definitely no. divided people in the comments. But we will call that one a seven. Happy yeah. now, Dom? Oh, yeah, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, I'll take that. Get that one on the, uh, on the old spreadsheet. <laughs> I have to, uh, like, I'm really sorry to mention Star Trek again. And I'll, I'll no, you're the, not. No, you're the old not. Simon Eye roll in a moment, but there's there, I, I, there's a reason I mention it again is because in every season of Star Trek that has has been like every like creation of Star Trek, there has been like a, what they call like a mirror universe version of Star Trek where they come across the same characters but they're like evil and they've got a beard and they're it's all a bit weird and I really don't enjoy those episodes. I don't I don't get on with them as well as I do like the other episodes. And this, the last episode of One Tree Hill was kind of like that. It was like a mirror episode, wasn't it? It was like everyone was playing a slightly different role and they met the more evil version of themselves and it was all a bit weird. So that's kind of like what sticks in my head, I think. And that's kind of why I didn't, it didn't get any higher than a seven. That's, that's my explanation. There's another episode later on. This is not a spoiler, but Simon, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about that is similar and I, that's probably my least favorite episode of the whole series. So, um, I, he might like that one though, because of, it's possible. Because but of the, because, I am not a fan of it. I, I think the, the difference is because in that one is being led by someone. So that, so I think he might, yeah, duh, duh. but don't. Yep. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect sense. Perfect sense. Uh, Dom on Star Trek, just to say, if you had someone like Data pretending to be Sherlock Holmes, that's going to get more than a seven, is it? Are you saying that because you've seen him do that? Yes. Have you been talking to other people? <laughs> no. um, I just wanted to impress you that I'd seen. I'm that very point. impressed. Very impressed. But that's slightly different. No, that was because, actually my favorite moment so. because, yeah because well because within the episode he's he's like playing a character but then he like he's he's not being Sherlock Holmes for the whole episode and he's not seen a Sherlock Holmes he's it's like he's in a play kind of thing he's not he's just he's mucking around he's like pretending in in whilst pretending to be dated you know it's it's all very complicated but yeah it's it's not that he is Sherlock Holmes for an entire episode he's just playing a game essentially i know i just i i thought it was funny actually that was one of my favorite moments so it's good uh katie firstly do you know also you're you are cemented in our next intro for season three have you heard the season three intro i have not right well firstly shame on you secondly i know i know (laughs) (laughs) secondly it's on the patreon but your name is mentioned in the intro so your name will be there for every episode of season three uh because 
Tammy is doing an impression of Dom giving out Patreon, you know, you've just become a raven. And she particularly on your name, she did the do it, Dom. What the Katie? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I'm over here, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here. (laughs) So there, so in the intro is Tammy doing an impression of Dom doing that and it's on and it's just happens to be on your name so i'll take it there you go <laughs> um uh, katie that's all i can think about when i say your name now <laughs> i'm over here katie <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what's a bad movie that you love so pretty much all of the netflix christmas movies <laughs> <laughs> cheesy christmas movies um, to be more specific, probably the Princess Switch that has like Vanessa Hudgens in it. It's a really bad Netflix Christmas movie, and I love it. That's but I can nice. also admit that it's not great. <laughs> she plays like three different characters in the movie, which is hilarious, and has like different accents for all of them. So it's excellent this is not my kind of film it's quite funny <laughs> excellent. but it's not supposed to be so you know. <laughs> we uh, we appreciate movies like that though that's 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 what it's all about well okay so let's dive into this episode this is this is a big one where this is we could call it the penultimate, I guess. I mean, we've got the next, the finale is episode 22 and 23. It was aired as one episode. Um, and we have seen it. We have seen ahead because our schedules got mixed up. But Dom, we, knowing we were going to have to do that, noted in his mind, which is a steel trap, and in his phone, which is also most, got a memory card. So. Mostly on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he knows what his predictions were and all of those things. So we can we can still get all of that, all of that good stuff. Um, but the next episode that we're going to do of the podcast will be one episode covering episode 22 and 23 in one. So, but, so this is the penultimate, the lead in. So we've got an array of things going on. Katie, as our guest, which character shall we begin with? Um, start with Nathan. Okay. Jump right into Nathan. <laughs> okay, Dom, tell us about Nathan. Where where do we where do we begin with the, our boy Nate? This is such an interesting episode for Nathan. I have to say, from off just off the bat here, straight away, um, because there's just he just the the character arc in this one episode for him is massive. The change is massive. The like almost falling for manipulation is huge uh, from Dan. And uh, then it also seems like he's reverting. So there's just so much that goes on in, in this like little Nathan world. He he comes home, he's back from hospital. There's a notice on, on the door of um, like eviction or like pay your bills, basically pay your rent. Uh, he takes the notice off the, off the door. Uh, Lucas helps him in and they're, they're talking about stuff that you know I've got this bill I've got that bill uh, I have to spend pay a hundred thousand dollars for the hospital bills which is just like 
for us it's inconceivable it's it's such a it's it's always heartbreaking when we're talking to to people from the u.s and that's that's a reality and it's scary that's a scary scary world to live in would have been cheaper if you just hit the brakes <laughs> yes right <laughs> i was like lucas you can't say that but okay <laughs> well i i was really impressed actually with this this beginning bit and how upfront they they were with uh, mentioning suicide just straight away were you trying to kill yourself yeah well tell me were you trying to kill yourself or not and he's just like oh i'll tell dr phil later you know and trying to be funny about it but actually it was quite impactful because he he could have they they could he could have like for want of a better word like pussyfooted around it and gone oh did you did you did you mean to do it are you okay did you just like did your foot slip off the pedal did you you know what what do you need you know can I help you with this did you want to talk to someone but actually he just went straight in straight for the throat and he's just like you trying to commit suicide or what you know yeah <laughs> You sounded like you were about to go into your Andy impression mixed <laughs> mixed with your Dan impression. So I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> Two guys from the UK, you know, and they've got karma. Yeah. Continue, my mom. Um, that's that, well, let's an, analyze that, that beginning bit. What do, what do we think yeah. about that? Where pause, we... pause there then. Okay. Yeah. You continue. What, what did you think <laughs> of this? I mean, as you said, I, I think it's good that they were being so direct with each other. Um, and then, you know, Nathan also mentions that Lucas saw Deb take the pills and, um, you know, is honest with him about it. And, and Lucas, I don't know if it's the scene or if it's later on, but when he tells him that, you know, I said something to her and she told me to mind my own business. So, um, you know, I did what I could. And then Nathan then is like, basically just, okay, yeah, I get it. You know, I forgive you or whatever. So, um, I mean, it's sad that he's 17 and has, like you said, a hundred thousand dollars of medical bills to pay, but, um, that is the reality here. So <laughs> just terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. It's crazy. Thinking about it in these broad terms and what we know from later on in the episode, it sounds like Dan went $100,000. That's okay. I've got 95 grand in Lucas's college fund I don't need anymore. <laughs> Take that out. Pay them over there. Then he had to put five grand of his own money in. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but it's possible. <laughs> I'd have just done that anyway, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put it back lucas doesn't even know it's there <laughs> here's 10 grand i've been saving for you lucas yeah <laughs> there's one year of college like probably one semester or whatever <laughs> yeah one week yep. yeah. one semester jesus ouch. <laughs> ouch well um so i i think you're totally right that there's nathan goes through an array of emotions it's like his he goes through a confusing time like where you know he's but dan is kind of like the devil on his shoulder trying to get him to go through an annulment at one point and you've got like lucas on the other shoulder and and his friends you know putting on a a fundraiser for him and then he's got his mum you know also deb saying that she wants him to be a family and to be together again so he's kind of being pulled in all these different diet directions um, but he does find out quite early on that his medical bills have been paid. But 
Lucas and the Scooby-Doo gang want to still put on the the fundraiser for him. And, uh, you know, because they're sort of up for doing it, which which is nice. That's kind of where the, the episode leads, right? To them putting on the, the fundraiser. This is all like pre... So Nathan really flip-flops in this episode, but but like from from one to the other. So he's either he's either one thing or or he's another. And right at the beginning, up until about halfway, maybe maybe a bit over halfway, he is on everyone's side. I care about my friends. I care about my mom. I care about getting better, and I care about basketball. Then after that, it's it's a complete change. So we'll get to that because exactly like you said, but he he really does change drastically towards the end of the episode and and a lot of that is you know mr dan scott's manipulation and i think like i mean again he's he's only 17 or 16 or whatever he's supposed to be and it's like i think at that age you're probably pretty easily influenced by well, your parents at that point, you know, Dan and Deb and whatnot. And then when he's around his friends, he changes. And I, I think that really is kind of indicative of how it is to be a teenager. So it makes sense. And he's, I mean, married, you know, but that uh, that's a whole nother thing. But I mean, it's a lot when you're a teenager and you've got all that going on. Yeah, definitely. For sure, for sure. Well, um, so, so this is sort of skipping round a little bit, but um, we'll come back to the part where they've they've planned the you know the uh, the fundraiser and how that got planned because there's some like good funny moments in there. <clears throat> but we get to the to the fundraiser, and this is where they accidentally play the. <laughs> the like car crash sort of documentary infomercial type old school video which they're all panicking about but nathan thinks it's hilarious it kind of reminds me of the video that they play in cool runnings when they're trying to explain what bobsledding is and then everybody leaves um <laughs> but yeah that's that's a good comical moment i mean Dom is a first time viewer when you saw that video come on did you expect nathan to react that way or how did you think it was going to go down uh, funny enough, I, I knew that there'd be something wrong with it because as soon as Peyton says, "Let's watch some cartoons," you know it's not going to be cartoons. You know something something weird's going to happen here, and I, I thought it'd be some sort of creepy teacher home video <laughs> that would like <laughs> appear on the screen, uh, seeing as Mouth like nicked it all from the AV club at school. Um, but I, I, I definitely wasn't expecting Nathan's reaction to say, "Let's keep it on," let, you know, "Let's watch it." Ha ha ha! It's it's funny. It's funny watching all these horrific accidents. It was it was a bit weird, to be honest, but exactly like Katie said a couple of times, he's a teenager and, and he's a boy and boys are dumb and teenagers are dumb and he's a double whammy right now. So Poor guy. Yeah. It's not his fault. It's just humanity's built him that way. What did you think of it, Katie? Um, I mean I think it was his way of trying to fake like he's okay, even though he's not. And, you know, I think if he had been upset about it, it would have made people just feel worse for him. And so I think that was sort of his way of being like, oh, everything's fine. It's not a big deal. You know, it is, it is what it is. So, it, I mean, it was strange. Yes. But 
not unexpected, I think. It, it was from this point in the episode that I thought, okay, when we get to season three, everything's going to revert back to how it was in season one. It's almost like the like in my head, it's like the writers have gone, season one was really good. And all these little <laughs> things happened. Season two has been a little <laughs> bit not so good. And all of these things have happened. So when we get to season three, let's just put it back and hope no one really notices. So kind of the, the, the connection that Nathan is now building with Peyton is becoming a real connection. And, and it, it feels a bit more real, almost like this is what you should have done the first time. This is how you should have been the first time. Haley has made you realize this. But actually, that's going to come to an end because we've, you know, we'll, we'll talk about annulment papers in a little while, I'm sure. But, you know, you're heading in a direction of kind of looking for something new. And it's almost like he's now seeking and finding comfort in Peyton and what she's saying and how she's feeling and, and being with his friends. And actually, he he's, it seems like he's enjoying her company, whereas for all of season one, he didn't really enjoy her company at all. But they were together um, for season two. They barely had any time together. And now we're heading into a, a point where I think they are going to have a lot of time together with Jake, you know, being locked up to then potentially becoming a thing again. Now, I, I still firmly believe in the Naily longevity and that they'll get back together. But I, I think there's going to be a, I don't know how to phrase this, like a patent stopgap. <laughs> it's probably the wrong way of phrasing it, but oh. I think I think there's there's going to be something in like wedged in there basically before Haley returns wow. properly okay like a do you little... think jake is no longer i think jake is either gonna stay in prison for a little while or he's, he like pursues whatever's going on with jenny like jenny's gone to florida for a reason so it kind of makes sense that he would follow um he may return but i, I also kind of think that that's probably probably it i i don't think jake i can't remember is it is it brian greenbaum greenberg greenberg sorry uh, i apologize I, d- I don't think he's uh he's kind of like kieran for me in that he's not a full nine season he's a bit may come back a few times and then be the ultimate like guest starring but that'll be kind of it Interesting. Katie, what do you think of his predictions as a whole? Like from from ones, you know, that we can that he knows whether he got right or wrong, or just in general, like do you think do you trust him with his predictions? Of course. I I mean, I think they're very entertaining. I mean, the ones where you're not correct are great. But then I think I was I message (laughs) I mean that still remains to be seen. It's possible. Um, but I think I messaged Simon about the, or commented on something when you called the whole Dan and Jules thing. And I was like, how, how there's no <laughs> way, because when I watch TV, I mean, it's different. You guys have a podcast, but when I watch TV, it's, I don't like critically think about the episode. So like, I would never have seen any of this coming. So it's just funny to listen to somebody that actually thinks about it and guesses correctly sometimes (laughs) oh thank you i appreciate that thank you he does he does well he does well i I always knew that this this is why i wanted to do it with him like it was specific 
to Dominic. If it wasn't going to be him, it wasn't going to happen. It was like there was no other way around it because I knew that he would be good with this kind of stuff and that we would have a good flow. Um, so, yeah. So, actually, I'm giving kudos to myself because I made you, Dom. <laughs> I brought you in, okay? <laughs> Of course, of course. Well done, Simon. Uh, yeah, that's better. <laughs> Give me the credit. <laughs> Give me the hose and the wet T-shirt. <laughs> uh, okay, so Nathan. So yeah, we're there. Two twos. They have the. They do the. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Sorry, this is a British thing. So uh, two twos is like a British sort of slang to say what is it to say it's to say kind of like, is what it is yeah yeah Move moving on. forward yeah. <laughs> yeah uh so uh that he's he has a conversation with peyton and they're kind of relating on the fact that they're both missing their other their spouse so to speak i guess with uh jake in prison and Haley, you know on rock tours and whatever and both saying they're being sort of smothered by brooke and lucas respectively in and around this time we've got dan pressuring nathan about annulments and we know that dan goes to see Haley as well individually and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later and then i think a, a, an important scene for us to talk about is where nathan goes to see dan at his house at the beach house or at his house or wherever to confront him about paying the hospital bills and this is where dan he breaks down he cries even uh and nathan has his own reaction that we'll discuss katie what did you make of of that scene did you think dan was being genuine um or did you see nathan's perspective i thought it was a great scene um might have been the best of the episode i think um but it's really hard with Dan to tell whether he is being genuine or if he has his own motives. But I mean, when he says, you know, I would do anything for you. That's what family does. Even if your wife doesn't understand and he's not wrong. Like, I know you guys have had the Haley debate with everybody and I just, when Nathan says, I asked her not to come to the hospital because Dan says you were almost dead and she didn't even come see you. And Nathan is like, well, that's because I asked her not to. And it's like, but I mean, if you're married, like if something happened to my husband and we were in a big fight or whatever, and he told me not to come, I'd be like, okay, I'm coming. You know, like (laughs) I just, they're 17. So marriage is not they don't get it. I don't think, which is the whole, the whole thing, which is why Haley left all that. But so I think in this scene, yeah, Dan's not wrong. Um, Probably the way he went about it is not the greatest. And I don't think necessarily his tears were real. I think when Nathan is like clapping for him and says, Oh, great show, dad. I think he's, he's probably also not wrong. Um, but I think if I were in Dan's shoes and my son or my child was hurt themselves over their spouse, who it appears doesn't even care 
I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. So, yeah. Dom, reactions? I completely agree. I think one of my predictions was that Haley would turn up at the hospital, which should find out via Lucas or Peyton or one of the others, basically, and would, and would turn up. And that this would be the kind of resurgence of their relationship, or at least the start of them kind of figuring things out and working out. And yeah, I mean, she was at the airport. She was there. She was basically ready to get on a flight and make her way back. And she gets a phone call and he's like, yeah, don't, don't bother coming or whatever. And it's just like, oh, okay. Just she turned around and went straight back to Chris Keller. Oh, what, you know, what a great wife. Just awful. I mean, not, not just as a, as a wife aspect, but as a general human being, it's pretty, pretty bad, isn't it? Just. You could say, (laughs) some may say on this part, you know, on this podcast, we'd probably say, um, fuck you, Hayley. (laughs) Fuck you. She is terrible. She is a terrible human being, a terrible friend, terrible girlfriend, terrible wife, probably a terrible daughter. Probably a terrible <laughs> sister. Probably just terrible in every aspect. She probably eats with her mouth open. Uh, just everything you could imagine. She slurps the straw at the bottom of the milkshake. You know, she's just a horrible, horrendous <laughs> douchebag. Said it. Come at me. If you want to DM me, I'll block you. How about that? <laughs> I'm done with it. Dom, thoughts? Wow, that was that was passionate. That was like, you've been holding that in for way too long. That's like, that's almost, that's 15 years worth of pressure that you needed to get out. Got stomach ulcers with hate's face <laughs> on them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, uh, terrible, terrible human being. There you go. <laughs> Katie, do you also believe that she's a terrible human that eats with her mouth open? Um, I don't. Um, I do think um, people who eat with their mouth open are terrible, but I think Haley theme of the story here, she's 17, shouldn't have gotten married. Um, You know, I am of the mindset that, oh yeah, she wanted to follow her dream, whatever. But like when you're married, you have to at least consider the other person, which she didn't do. Um, and I don't think she's a bad person. I think she just doesn't know how to be an adult yet. Mm. So if Haley does eventually return, where the hell is she going to go? Because Huey Lewis and the mom just <laughs> buggered off. They did. Yeah. Um, Taylor's like in bars somewhere dancing on them. Um, Naven's moved back home as of this, like the end of this episode. Where the hell is she going to go? Karen? Like, I know that um, Brooke's staying there at the minute, but I assume Brooke's meant to be going for the summer, isn't she? Going back to back to wherever mum and dad are living. Um, so where the hell is she meant to stay? She's going to walk into Peyton's house and she's like, I'm staying here now. <laughs> Did a squatter's right. She didn't lock the door. She, just... could, she could probably just take one of the rooms and Peyton wouldn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i do know i do often think how does peyton keep that house clean i mean like as in like we you know we have a house it's not like massive or anything 
but it takes effort to clean it like it's so annoying like hoovering and mopping and all that adult stuff laundry food shopping it's annoying and, and you know there's i've got there's two of us here well we have a little man, but he can't be doing nothing. Yet. We can't put responsibility like that on a baby dom. What's wrong with you? <laughs> can't clean and buy food yet. But how, how is dust? You just attach like dusters to his <laughs> to his hands and knees and be like, crawl. And he'll be like dusting as he goes. That's how you will grow up in this house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will earn your living here, boy. <laughs> God. Oh, little guy. What the... <laughs> So I was so soft for him already. God, he's no, he's going to get away with everything. <laughs> but um, yeah, like how she's got a lot on her plate to keep that house clean, you know. Like unless it's just dust, just dust everywhere. It's just like yeah, six inch thick dust on the side. Or she has I a maid. Think... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I just said she might have a maid. That's what I was thinking. I'd like to think that because Larry has gone all the time that he's like, I could at least maybe pay for somebody to come clean the house. But but is she cooking for herself? Is she getting takeout all the time? I don't I don't know. What about the gardening? Like how you've got to mow the lawn, got to do the hedges, all of that stuff. That's long. <laughs> Larry comes back and it's just like, oh, I've just been on this on whatever like dredging boat for six months seven months and he gets home and he's just like oh for fuck's sake look at the state of the place absolute shithole Peyton the grass is a jungle come on there's a fly mow in the shed (laughs) get that bad boy out start whizzing around the garden (laughs) yeah I don't see Peyton mowing the grass so get that stupid boy what's his name Rake boy, rake boy, the kid with the rake. rake. Boy, that's right. rake boy. So yeah. they have the tools to do it. They have a rake. <laughs> they have a rake. I thought you meant Lucas. Is it quite common in, in America or where, where you are anyway, Katie, for people to have like a gardener, a cleaner, like, you know, people that, you know, people that help with that stuff? Um, it depends. I mean, sometimes like, I think it's common for people to have maybe somebody come clean before they have people over like in the holidays. Um, but I don't think it's like the majority of people have these things. I mean, it's not cheap. So, um, I think maybe just on for special occasions and stuff. Um, we had them come growing up. My mom was a a single mom with three kids. So we had people come clean once every couple months, um, just so that she wouldn't have to do it all the time after three kids. So, but I don't think it's something that's like necessary. So, I mean, if you can walk in and pay a hundred thousand dollars medical bill just like that you can have cleaners gardeners whatever wet t-shirt competition (laughs) whatever you want whenever you want because that's just stupid money isn't it who needs that kind of money outrageous it's um it's actually my birthday a week today dom and i's birthdays are exactly 
two weeks apart i think the the universe decided that we would be exactly two weeks in difference of age but um so but i'm gonna see i'm gonna see you at the weekend on and the mm. hose is there my man let's get it out let's get it ready so it's, it's always out get it lips primed <laughs> <laughs> good to go but are other people gonna join in why don't come a bit earlier before they get here we'll have okay. a we'll, we'll wet t-shirt ourselves up and then uh put a dry one on no one will know and we can start all over again just imagine people cut hey so happy what is happening here <laughs> shut up i'm winning look <laughs> chad michael's Murray's nipples here through my t-shirt <laughs> these are famous nipples oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> i can't wait well um happy birthday to both of you guys <laughs> <laughs> and that ends this episode <laughs> well this is the 12th today so this is the exact <clears throat> middle of our birthday cycle ke and we're spending that with you so when's your birthday february that's no good no, it's, <laughs> it's now it's, not, today. it's winter it's, it's today actually yeah. there we go ah <laughs> yay we're all together for the cycle wait wait let me guess 17th of february oh seventh that's close i think the zoom cut out i said seventh of february <laughs> yes, how did you know just had a they had a feeling dom you didn't know did you i didn't have a clue no no idea never does <laughs> he never does <laughs> rubbish at predicting that sort of thing katie what we want to know really is do you mow your own grass um i have many times um it's actually i don't mind it and i'm very particular you know i got the nice lines going so mm. I, I don't mind it have you got a fly mo i don't know what that is oh. it's a brand of lawnmower but i'm imagining it's just some cheap european garbage they probably <laughs> don't have over i think there. it's probably some cheap british garbage <laughs> it doesn't even extend to europe <laughs> oh no, um, I, but we I, need I, to get a picture of a flymo for the podcast. I've yes. got one, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. they're orange and black, aren't they? Me, you, and the flymo. <laughs> the weekend, a birthday celebration. We're going on an I, our first IG live together. Wet you, me, and a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Wet t-shirts, flymo, fly lawnmower, and Chad's nipples. Chad's nipples are out. <laughs> I think that'll get a lot of viewers. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've got a joke that i want to say but i can't because right so people that are listening we're we're because our schedules got messed up this is a one take podcast we literally have no opportunity to edit this <laughs> because as soon as we're finished i got to upload it and and then it and then it goes out so i would normally tell this joke and then i'd think well you know worst comes to worst katie heard it dom heard it but I can edit out and no one else will. But I'm not confident enough to do that on this one. No. <laughs> what you could do is type it in the chat. <laughs> so we can see it and no one else could. Yeah, maybe. Uh, right. <laughs> and then I feel I'll like this is going to come back around and you're going to be like, oh, I'm just going to tell it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. There's some things that... He knows us so well. <laughs> <laughs> Once they're out there on iTunes and Spotify, they don't come back, you know. <laughs> 
But right, okay. So what 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 are we talking about? Oh, that the scene, right? So Kate, you're saying they both could be they both could be taking it either way, right? Dan and, and Nathan. Um and Haley's a terrible person. That's how we got there. Right, Dom, yes. what what did you think? Did you did you think that Nathan was gonna react like that with like the sarcastic clapping? I I actually didn't know how Nathan was going to react, and I was so impressed that he did the the clapping. The the ultimate is the ultimate slow clap as well, wasn't it? Like it was just perfect. Like James Lafferty's had practiced that for hours. Um, I, I I thought it was brilliant. What a great reaction! What a great way to just throw it back in Dan's face because it was the tears and I'm sad and everything's really bad. And oh God. And then all of a sudden it's the slow clap. Like, I'm not going to fall for that dad, you idiot. And he's like, what do you mean? You're like straight away. Like, oh, you don't think I'm genuine? And just sort of kicks back at him. And it's just like, I just proves his point. Um, But exactly like Katie said, Dan makes some very good points. And I think the basis of a lot of his arguments are all really, really good and all quite sound, aren't they? All very calculated. Like he always has been. He's very smart. It's just, he does it in this way that just is so manipulative and creepy that you can't help but think he's got an agenda no matter what he does no matter what he does you know he, he's always got an agenda um and I, I think he's he's just like an evil genius um and what's what's really happened to Nathan this is this is the point of change isn't it this is exactly the point where he goes okay I need to be there because the manipulation is Deb it's all about what's going on with Deb you need to be here for your mother. And the reason she's in the state she's in is because you weren't there for your mother. And, and it, he really like, it really kind of hits home for Nathan. He's like, you're right. I haven't been there for my mom. I've been so selfish and focused on myself. This is what I need to do. So when she comes home, I need to be there. Welcome her with open arms. Everything will be okay. Even if Dan's there. So he kind of still accepts that Dan isn't, you know, right. And we, we don't want anything to do with him, but, He's almost like that necessary evil for for Deb to come to like a loving family, a loving home and feel comfortable and not have to resort to to taking drugs again. Well, and then a little bit later in the episode, Nathan is talking to Lucas and this is where Nathan has decided that he's he's going to do this. He's going to live back home and they're going to try and be a family. So he asks, you know, Lucas to stop messing with Dan and I think that that's, you know, an important moment. Katie, what, what did you think of this? Like, and with Lucas, you know, trying to capitalize and, you know, take Dan down. I mean, I think it's understandable for Nathan to ask that. Um, but at the same time, I think it's also unrealistic once I mean, he knows Lucas has started this. He knows Lucas has found something. And for him to just be like, yeah, don't do that anymore is not realistic, I think. Um, And I also think it was like Lucas said, okay. He's like, yeah, okay. But um, I mean, I don't know how else Lucas would have reacted if he was, if he had been like, no, I'm going to keep going through with this, what Nathan would have done or what would have happened with that. I mean, I, I don't know. I think Nathan just wants his family to be a family again. But if your dad is doing all this illegal stuff, maybe it's not for the best. (laughs) So, 
and in the back of Lucas's mind, he's remembering that what Dan did to Keith, you know, the fact that Keith isn't there and that is all at the hands of Dan's manipulation, you know, and that's why he, this all began in the first place. And then obviously he's messing with Andy as well, which, you know, Karen's, uh, you know, man toy, you could say. So (laughs) uses and abuses and there you go. So what, uh, is that kind? Is that kind of Nathan in a nutshell? I think so. Yeah, just that that scene at the end with with him and Lucas is the ultimate, um, you know, flop to the previous flip. In that, he, you know, right at the beginning, he's saying to Lucas, "Yeah, you can, yeah, keep looking into Dan because actually, it's my only source of entertainment at the moment, and you know, I like to kind of see what what you." what you're digging up on him and okay I forgive you about the the drug thing and you you know confronted my mom and nothing happened it's not your fault it's kind of my fault blah 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 and then we get to the complete opposite side it's like no you need to stop looking into him um because you know we need to be a family unit this has to stop this has to stop this has to stop and it's just the complete like gear change all of a sudden and it's it's he knows that's not going to be easy for Lucas he must know that he must <laughs> know that lucas is going to be like well i can't just stop i've hated him my entire life you know i moved in to to kind of see what i could get over him and find a way to bring him down i think is is the way he phrases it um i'm not just going to suddenly you know give up on that just because you asked me so he he must realize that and i I think that's going to be this that's going to be the new tension between them that's that is going to be what creates an issue again so we, we're going to head into season three with them uh like not being friends so it's just going to be a you know exactly the same as season one how season one started they're not going to like each other for whatever reason <laughs> you think they'll make up again at some point yeah yeah i think so i, I again I, I think they're um i suppose brothers argue don't they and they fall out but um i i, I think for the show and and their relationships and how interweaved or their relationships are with the other characters as well is that they will eventually have to overcome whatever barrier it is so something will bring them together again um and i what's really bugging me is i've been thinking about cooper and where he sits because he's not in this episode and i thought he would be like a direct replacement i, I said he's going to he's going to fill for someone so if Deb's out of it for a while, he's going to feel for Deb, but she's like on her way back soon. So maybe Cooper will appear in place of someone else. You know, maybe, maybe Jake, maybe Jake's going. So he kind of fills that void and becomes like the slightly older, but younger voice of, you know, reason for these people and that sense of conscious for the younger generation. Cause like Keith is like the older wise kind of conscious Whitey's a conscious of the whole show. And then it was always Jake was kind of like that voice of sensibleness to the youth. And I think maybe Cooper might, you know, have that entertainment of fun and excitement, but also, you know, learn from my mistakes, kids. So I don't know. We'll see. We will see, my man. We will. <laughs> Katie, who will the next character be? Um, I think kind of going hand in hand with that is... Lucas we have already talked 
a little bit about him, but he's got a couple other scenes as well. So let's go for Lucas. Talk to us about Lucas, Katie. So after he's at Nathan's um, at the beginning, then he is at the dealership and Brooke comes in with her shredded things that she's put together, which I'm not buying it. No way. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't happen. (laughs) What? What 16-year-old girl's like, I'm going to put this piece of pieces of paper back together. No, not a thing. But anyways, it uh, she comes to the dealership and she um, brings that bill of sale with her. And Lucas is, takes her into a room where there's no cameras because he's worried Dan is watching. And, um, you know, they seem like they're a little flirtatious here and it seems like there might be something brewing there and throughout the episode too but yeah so um Brooke says she's his doctor what's it which is quite funny (laughs) now you guys have talked about Sherlock Holmes a few times on here so (laughs) that was funny but yeah, I mean, and then later on, they, when Lucas and Brooke are together again, and they're talking about how basically Danis was skimming $3,000 off the top of this particular sale. And she's like, well, it's not that bad. It's like, but kind of, it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that scene. Um, I don't know if you guys have... Any other thoughts on that? Well, I, I would just like to say that um, Brooke has not demonstrated um, any sort of uh, patience or focus throughout the entire time that she's been in the show to to be able to sit and put <laughs> shreds of paper back together. Um, so it was a bit of a, a bit of a surprise that she's like, "Oh, would you, you know, be upset with someone who's." good at jigsaws and he's kind of staying in your room and found this and did that and did that and did that and it was just like okay this is a bit weird you know I could kind of understand if Karen put the effort into it and and spent like a day doing it or however long it would take but yeah I, I didn't get it either I thought it was a bit strange and then the sort of flirtatious weirdness with Lucas there, there's one scene where Lucas um Chad Michael Murray cannot fake laugh and it really really upset me really bothered me what scene was it? There, you know, when they when he goes to sit with Brooke, just like in the at the film night, and they're talking, and they're like, "Oh, it's really good that we've did this for Nathan," and blah blah. blah. And he goes, <laughs> and it's so bad, it's awful. It's like anyone can fit like <laughs> easy. <laughs> He's like such an idiot when he does it. Like, what's he doing? That's like oh. Carl's laugh from Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> It's oh my just, gosh. It's, it's the worst bit of acting he's done, like, honestly, in the whole thing. It's dreadful. Just don't, like, CMM, no fake laughing. But, Stick to your pouty miser- misery. But, 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 <laughs> at this point in real life, I think they're divorced or getting divorced, right? I thought they, I thought it was season three. Oh, it's in the gap between season two and season three. I just uh, someone said on the on our watch along in the chat that I think that they that they were already separated at this point, but maybe it was maybe it's at the next junction. 
but you oh, know we live googling <laughs> sure am you guys can keep talking <laughs> but and also just to say on the shredded paper then just in the meantime is that you're right dom it doesn't fit with her character now but i will say that and this isn't really a spoiler but it does fit with her character later so cop (laughs) yeah she's the one that busts mouth and jimmy (laughs) she knew it all along (laughs) she's playing the long game so they don't get divorced until like season four oh but i don't think they're even married until season three Oh, Magdalena, have you been spinning me lies? Oh no, I'm not. Try- I'm not trying to call anybody out here. Oh God! <laughs> Katie wants beef with Magdalena. I'm not joking. Not even a little bit. <laughs> no, well, I, well, there you go then. So there you go. Okay, his fake laugh is inexcusable. <laughs> Sorry, Chad. It would be fine if they're going for a divorce, but seeing as they're not, well, it's just. Just a bit of bad acting. It's only a second's worth of bad acting, though. The rest is fine. It happens. It happens. <laughs> I mean, I will say that Chad gives a good performance in here a good few times. I mean, um, this is skipping right to the end. But when uh, Brooke says, we're just friends, and we'll talk a bit more about that, but how they got to that point. And then he goes into the living room, he's like put on the brave face and then goes to the lounge and then and then cries. Like he does vulnerability really, really well. And uh, yeah, I think his acting is good. What why are you smiling, Dom? When he, when he got into his room, it's like it's like crying. I thought, has he stubbed his toe? This is why flip-flops are such a bad idea. Honestly, it's ridiculous. And I thought, what's why? Why is he crying? I just didn't know. Do what you was have going. no heart? Do you have no. <laughs> are you are you the male British version of Haley? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> to be oh, honest, dear. I didn't really know why he was crying either. I'm like, is it because of Brooke? Is it because he moved out? Like, is he like is Dan gonna keep or going to not pay for his medication anymore? And he's thinking about being off of his medicine. I I truly didn't no either but i guess it's because of brooke yeah put on the dresser (laughs) (laughs) no it was because she said nothing to worry about karen we're just friends she basically just shut him down and said nothing's gonna happen and he thought it was he's been building back up you know and this is his opportunity felix yeah your painting box okay okay we're gonna if is that if this is where we're gonna go Katie, are you trying to tell us, you know, live, live, unedited on podcast platforms that you never made a mistake as a teenager, as an adolescent, as a young person, last week even? Have you never made a mistake? Sure haven't. <laughs> Do you know what I like? I think he's got a really trustworthy sort of face. So I, I, I believe <laughs> No, definitely wasn't not great as a teenager you know but so I I get it and I would have reacted the same way Brooke did honestly too like kind of shut down and be like well just kidding like (laughs) we're just friends you know it's but we brought it it up awkwardly in front of Karen probably would have also done that (laughs) Uh, and Karen kind of just believed it quite easy I thought it's like 
okay she said that but you know maybe still give them the talk you know you've got two like horny teenagers in your house you know lucas has probably still got a couple left from his multi-pack of trojans somewhere around you know we use them with andy (laughs) (laughs) they're gone (laughs) i can't edit dom i cannot edit Oh, you can imagine if their doors are opposite each other like one of the doors will like creak open and you'll just hear (laughs) back in the room (laughs) so it's awful that you're both silent laughers as well i'm the only one going i'm sorry (laughs) you've got such i'm gonna gonna put in here they are both laughing (laughs) you have such a vocal laugh like my wife often if she's like laughed at i've like i i've said before she's my barometer of whether we can keep things in the podcast i don't ask her much anymore not just think it's, i just think it's best not to um but then like one time i like played her something this is from a mighty 90s episode and i made i made a joke about oh god i made a joke about um about a baby being put into a dumpster now that sounds a lot worse than it out of context than it was it was from super mario yeah it was it was in context and it wasn't a baby okay it was a dinosaur baby it was a whole anyway i played i played it to her and i was like is this too much she was like yes don't put that out and i was like oh no this is already published (laughs) (laughs) but since then it was like but I play her sometimes. I played her a couple things, and she just laughs at Dom's laugh. It's not; we, she doesn't even know what we're laughing about. But his laugh is infectious, and I do feel sorry for you, Dom, because I would probably make you sound even more funnier if the people could actually hear me reacting. <laughs> but it's just like the noise of me breathing. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that down to the chronic asthma you just recently discovered. You've got oh, so sad. <laughs> And he's laughing again. <laughs> Not that you know. Yeah. I'm dying here of laughter, but no one knows. Katie, you don't make noise when you laugh either. Oh, she makes a bit. I was just, it was just playing. A little bit. I just uh, don't want to like burst your eardrums either. So. We just thought you had asthma. It's fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't have asthma. Uh, and Dom, just so I just didn't put you only on the spot, Katie. Dom, are you perfect? Are you infallible? Infallible? Infallible. Infallible. <laughs> infallible. I am nowhere near perfect. And I have never been anywhere near perfect. You have, though. I'll find bastard. out my wet t-shirt contest at the weekend. <laughs> all kinds of things going horribly wrong. Have you tattooed all of your mistakes on your body? And so just we'll a man see. in his thirties <laughs> soaking himself with a hose. If if that's not if that's not alarm bells, then I don't know what is. It's Keith bells, but it's <laughs> I was waiting for that as well. Oh dear. Yeah. So okay, stop distracting us, Dom. Um, wh- <laughs> wait. <laughs> Oh, who are we talking about, Luke? Right, Lucas. Yeah, he <laughs> cried because she didn't want him anymore, and he'd been building up to it. Well, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who? 
without giving anything away, just up until this point, who are you shipping? Are you more of a fan of are you Team Brucus or Team Leighton? Um, Brooke and Lucas. Yeah. Is that the same for you, Dom? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but there's obviously Brooks struggling in this episode, isn't she? Because of the whole Peyton connection. So that that connection, I don't think will ever go. But I'm not sure if it'll ever be explored again. That's the, that's the only thing I can't. That's the only thing I can't sort of figure out between the the key five is is how the relationships work. Because in season one and two, they've kind of all been with each other. So how do we how do we progress from here and you know, will these teenage relationships last nine seasons? You know, it's just, well, another seven seasons, sorry. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure it's it's going to work now. And uh, yeah, I really thought Nathan and Hayley would have longevity, but Lucas has already bounced between Brooke and Peyton, you know, uh, at the same time. So <laughs> he's, um, where does he go from here? I was, uh, I'm just still convinced that he will end up with Hayley at some point. It kind of fits if him and him and Nathan are are um annulled. <laughs> I think everybody just needs to use their words and then we wouldn't be in this problem. If Brooke was just like, Hey, I saw these things with Peyton, you know, do you still like Peyton? He could say no, and then we wouldn't have this problem. But again, teenagers. I would have done probably the exact same thing as Brooke. Just not said anything and been like, Matt, I'm done. <laughs> Bottle it up. <laughs> yeah. That is always, and Dom always touches on this, particularly usually in our like film podcasts, that that is always the case, that if people were just upfront and honest, then there would be no drama. So we need these uh, misinterpretations and confusions and, you know, to to elevate the the tension. Uh, speaking of tension, so we get to Lucas at the what the fundraising thing. Oh, or at the at the dealership. Yep, she's given him the shreddings. Right, he goes to the fundraiser. They do a good job. Like they get trickle sorted out. I like when they're trying to think about. Um, how to do it beforehand and they're sat in Karen's cafe and they're sort of going around and Malf is was caught making out with Erica Marsh and he kind of gets like a round of applause he's like accepted now um, because you know he's you know has a girlfriend or some or someone is dating Um, he's bobbling that head like it was on a piece of string though tonight wasn't he (laughs) he was a Thunderbird puppet left right and I went to the AV club so I can get the keys. <laughs> didn't even notice that. It, it, I didn't notice it. His bobbly head noticed me. That's what, well, if, if we can't get a Mouth McFadden bobblehead doll made, I don't know what we're going to do. Dom, did you know that notice the bobbliness tonight? I think I'm I'm getting used to it. I think I'm I'm finally getting around to you know understanding because I I do it with him. I just seems to sort of follow along like just to try and maybe it's just try and keep eye level you know the same. But I sort of bobble along with him. I think oh, and when we move on to another character, another scene, I think oh my head is still wobbling. What's happening? <laughs> like 
have to hold it still. It, it's like you're sat on an aeroplane and <laughs> it's come over the, you know, the antennae that, oh, we've had to go through some turbulence. It's okay. It's just routine. And then <laughs> Malcolm McFadden's like, he's been in the bathroom. So he's trying to get back to his seat. And Justice is walking down the aisle, turbulence hits. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the moment he has to deliver his lines. So sad. Listen, the problem is, is, you know, in 2025, we might be, you know, face to face with him. And if we start talking to him and his head starts going, it's going to be very hard to keep composure. I mean, you guys said earlier you wanted to have Lee Norris on here, but maybe he should not listen to this one before he comes on. Uh, Lee, we, I am obsessed with you, my friend. I've got two massive posters right here and here staring down at me at all <laughs> times. Um, no, the, it, this will happen. Katie, you coming with us to Wilmington in 2025? Sure. Nope. No, no, no. Definitely am. Okay. That's better. <laughs> it's not super far from me, so that's perfect. I think it's like your Virginia's East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like a handful of hours. Not too bad. Is that on a flight or on a, in a car? In the car. We can oh, you that. have zero excuse. We can drive. Yeah. Them. <laughs> can totally drive there. Because Okay, so... FWB have uh, uh, they're starting an Airbnb that is One Tree Hill related, like a One Tree oh, Hill cool. Airbnb, and that's where we're staying. Um, so you need to be there, you need to be involved. And then our final episode, we can podcast with everybody live. Perfect. Be chaotic, mental, <laughs> a little bit. Be the ultimate like control. Like one at a time. What is your favorite bad movie? <laughs> <laughs> you see, like a PowerPoint of everybody's answers, and just you know, be like, "All right, class, we're going to be going through all this today, and just have everybody's answers up there." Love that. I, I was I was thinking that um, on the flight there um, that we Dom and I could we could do a podcast episode on the flight. I thought that would be quite unique um, if we're allowed to use electronics like that. I don't. You can use electronics. They they won't receive a signal. As long as we're just recording, we're not receiving a signal or sending a signal. Okay. So no IG live. No. It wouldn't (laughs) happen. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. Okay. This would be one of the things I would have edited out, but can't. So <laughs> enjoy that, everyone. <laughs> enjoy that dull moment there, everyone. That I couldn't edit out. <laughs> okay. So, Dom, what's next? I've lost my train of thought. Are we? Are we? Are we done with Lucas? Where are we, with Lucas? Lucas? Let's just let's just talk about some of his things. What? Um... <laughs> his stub toe. Right, they do they do trick really well. They're selling the confectionery. Uh, junk is asking for Cracker Jack, which Katie Cracker Jack is the what the bracelet came in that uh, Nathan gave to Haley. But what I was going to ask Katie is, what is the actual like candy or whatever of a Cracker Jack? It's caramel popcorn. That's all that that is. Yeah. 
And they're like, it comes with a prize in every bag. Right. That's all it is. Yeah. Because, um, Katie, I'm assuming that you're a big Meatloaf fan. Sure. The the singer. Yep. Sure. For the the sake of the podcast, please just say yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Biggest fan. You're in a safe zone now. (laughs) (laughs) Because famously famously from battle of hell the album um two out of three ain't bad you know the song i've heard it mm-hmm. okay 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 know all the lyrics yep he he says um uh, he said because they're shall i do you want me to should i go in of course <clears throat> I actually have Meatloaf's signed album cover right next to me, just as I was about That's to awesome. sing that. You can you can hear about that on our Fight Club episode on the Mighty Ravens. <laughs> it fell off the back of my door yesterday. So uh, he says, <clears throat> "Cause there ain't no Coupe de Ville." I can't edit this out. Oh my god! Lying at the bottom of a cracker jack box. Ready, Dom? <laughs> I can't lie. I can't tell you that I'm something I'm not. No matter how I try. <laughs> Your mom and dad will be so proud. <laughs> so anyway, that's from Bow of Hell. And he says there's no Coupe de Ville at the bottom of a Cracker Jack box. That'd be real sad. Yeah. There was no prize in your Cracker Jacks. And, you know, what's the point? pre-One Tree Hill had you had Cracker Jack sure yeah as a kid what sort of prizes did you get couldn't tell you (laughs) no idea nothing nothing as cool as a bracelet though I feel like that's not a thing we we have um it's called Kinder Surprise here do you have that there I don't know, but I know I've heard of them. They they were they were banned by the Obama, uh, the Obama presidential regime. Shall we are, say? Are you being for real? I, I, I'm being genuinely serious. I'm what was like a choking hazard? Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, can, all Kinder surprises, Kinder eggs were banned uh, oh, because wow. because kids were eating the the whole thing. So uh, uh, I, I will. I will check my sources, of course, but I'm pretty sure I've read this before ages ago. I'm pretty sure that uh, President Obama had them banned from the country. So I wouldn't be surprised if you hadn't heard of them. <laughs> right. Just for context, for anyone that doesn't know, a, a Kinder surprise is a chocolate egg. Uh, it's probably like the size of a goose egg. <laughs> no, an actual egg bit bigger than an actual egg how big is a goose egg <laughs> what is a goose egg like an easter egg it's a unit of measurement would have done really to compare it to different egg sizes just completely unnecessary it's about two inches you know whatever it's just it's the fact that you put some effort into thinking about what kind of egg it was similar to just like it's about a goose egg <laughs> just like I don't know. I've worked in a shop for 17 years. I don't know how big a goose egg is, for Christ's sake. I think they're quite big. I mean, the only other egg I was thinking about are the eggs from Jurassic Park. <laughs> the rats has come out of this. They're, they're bigger than that. Oh, God. Or from the Flintstones. You don't oh. have the big. 
actually crying a goose egg. <laughs> it's, oh. it's probably a goose egg, but inside the goose egg, here's a little toy, like some little shitty thing made out of plastic <laughs> that you can't ever put together and it's all greasy because it's been inside a fucking egg. Just bit it, it just gets bent. Oh. oh, God. That's what happens with the Cracker Jack toys, too. Did you get bend? Yep. Oh, I bet there's someone that collects them. There's always that. There's always weirdos <laughs> in the world, isn't there, that collects. I've got every single one. Oh, so weird. Something weird. I bet they've got the original bracelet that they had. Where's your bracelet, Dom? Where is it? In my room. When we, win, when we win the next Lexi Award, I'm, I'm going to demand that they make two trophies. So you get all both. <laughs> so you get more trophy. No, so Katie can have one. I okay. can have. <laughs> it would be yeah. the episode. No, the I'm demanding. Episode. Katie, here's here's a question, right? Mm-hmm. Dom doesn't know this yet, so I can tell him now with you. Well, we just hit thirty-two thousand downloads. That's awesome. Which is huge because for our first season, we just hit 10,000 so coming okay. to the end of our second season we would have done like you know maybe about 25,000 which is crazy you know for that season but I was saying to Dom I was like at what point we we share voice notes on like a daily basis <laughs> trying to make each other laugh really and I was saying at what at what moment at what download number what moment do we get some sort of plaque and then if we if we get a plaque right <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to, I can't make my own plaque and I can't make a plaque and give it to Dom and he gives it. So how do we get our listeners to make us a plaque? What number do we need to get to? Like, say we, if we, Katie, you know, Shania Twain that don't impress me much, you know the song. How, how do we impress <laughs> you with a download number? If we got a quarter of a million downloads, would you be like, Jesus, fuck, get them a plaque? That's a lot of downloads, of course. I was thinking 50,000. I mean, we're at 32,000. I mean, I was thinking 50 also. Yes, Katie's on the right wavelength here. (laughs) Okay, 100,000. Could we get some sort of plaque that's just like a little frame thing? 100,000 downloads, you did it, something like that. What do we think? Sure. Are we now making Katie responsible? I've got ideas in my head. You're getting ideas. Talk, mm-hmm. talk us through them. Oh, we've got time. <laughs> I'm just seeing like a just like a wooden board and with like little different metal plates, many of them. And when you hit different milestones, you like etch the date in with the number of downloads. Oh yeah, I like it. I That's like what. That. I'm, and then at the top of the board, it would just say like Ravens in the basketball script or whatever they have. Oh yeah. I like that a lot. But I'm like, nice need somebody to get it for you. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's the awkward moment, Katie. <laughs> we just amended you into our season three intro. Katie, you know? <laughs> that's <laughs> no, true. But for real, everyone, patrons, listeners, let's all get together <laughs> and think about how we can make this happen. Right? I genuinely thought you were going to go yeah, for real, patron, you know, listeners, let's, you know, get us a plaque. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. I'm okay. saying when the time's right, 
look, we can't if we're not doing this for plaques, what are we doing this for? I mean, that's a good, very good point. Goose eggs. <laughs> the golden goose egg. Oh man. Should we talk about it, One Tree Hill again? Wait, I was got one more question for okay. Katie. Katie, do they have cream eggs over there? Like at Easter Probably, time. but that doesn't sound great to me. The Cadbury's cream eggs. Just, it'll be the oh, finest yeah. thing you've ever eaten. Oh, you have had them. Like chocolate, it's a chocolate cream egg. Yeah. I prefer dark chocolate. So when there's like the dark chocolate in the middle, that's that's my favorite. You hang on. You choose dark chocolate over milk chocolate. So Every there's <laughs> what okay hang on it's so much better (laughs) hang on a sec so let's just let's just get this straight okay Mm um what's they don't uh, galaxy isn't called galaxy over there it's called something else that's not gonna help katie but dom do you agree galaxy is milky ways no, Milky Ways are what we call Mars bars, I think. Um, hang on a minute. Dom, wait. Yeah, Milky Ways as well. Do you hang on? Do you do you agree that Galaxy is the best chocolate possible? Like okay. for you know, a petrol station visit. <laughs> <laughs> I just just popping down to the BP. <laughs> Go get myself some galaxy. <laughs> um yeah, and a pint of milk, you know, why not? Um uh, I would I would I think Galaxy is slightly more premium than petrol station, but I would still usually always pick Cadbury's. Okay. Uh, useless. But the, <laughs> Okay, it's I've Googled it. Uh, he filled the time needed for me to Google it. So he's useful. He's and lovely. Isn't he lovely? Now that you really get to see his face, isn't he lovely? Very much so, yes. I think so, a little man. <laughs> but, but Katie, all right, Galaxy is called Dove in America. Oh, yeah. The Dove's yeah. a deodorant in the UK. <laughs> Don't need that. <laughs> right. Now, Dove, so Galaxy Dove, that is some good chocolate. So you telling me, I here, here you go, Katie, I've got a nice bar of Dove for you. and But in my other hand, I've got some you know really bitter dark chocolate you're gonna choose not choose the dove dove makes dark chocolate so i would choose that a dove dark chocolate bar sounds great you're becoming more haley to me by the minute (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't want like the hundred percent but like the 60 percent dark chocolate is pretty good okay Okay, okay, okay. Dom, dark chocolate, milk, galaxy, sure, Maltesers. It's just not enough in the bag. Flake, flakes, Cadbury's. I'm not going on brand. I'm just saying lovely chocolate. <laughs> Do you have flake there, Katie? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Right, we're going to bring you so much chocolate. No dark chocolate. Just so much chocolate for Wilmington. And and you have to eat it on the podcast. How's that? Okay. <laughs> I feel like the kid and Matilda having to eat the chocolate cake. Yeah. <laughs> Dom is determined. Determined. It's so funny you said that to get 
that actress on our podcast. Is it Mar? Is it Mara Wilson? Maria Mara Wilson. Wilson. Mara. Yeah. He's determined. I've messaged her quite a few times and I've been ignored <laughs> quite a few oh, times. <laughs> but I've got to get with her friends. Got to get in with her friends and get her that way. That's the I, plan. I tried to get James Laffey <laughs> through his brother. Didn't <laughs> work. Danny DeVito. We're mates now. <laughs> I'm sure his brother was like, oh, another person wanting James. <laughs> We was trying. We was trying to do it for, to promo. Everyone is doing great, which I still haven't seen. Oh, yeah, I, I thought we, well, we wanted to do it. We were going to do a podcast episode for each episode, and then the idea is we crescendo by having James on the podcast, right? And I got one of the cast members from it. That was really down to do it, um, but yeah. So we know it reached out to James, but you know, no bueno. Another chocolate. Bueno. <laughs> Kinder Bueno. They might be banned as well. We don't have that. There you go. <laughs> Dom, favourite chocolate bar before we move on? Go. Petrol station. Uh, you reach yeah. for a Snickers, don't you? I can no, 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 no. Like Mars bars and Snickers, I'll eat, but I wouldn't choose. I wouldn't okay. choose. I would, I'd get something like a crunchy. Oh, yeah. Go for a crunchy. Little honeycomb number, huh? Yeah. <laughs> this is so weird. Get that stuck in your teeth, yeah? Fix that <laughs> later. <laughs> wait, okay, wait. Quick, quick, quick side story. Very quick, very oh, God, quick. Everything's been a quick fucking side story. <laughs> this is one of them ones. This is the best episode of the worst. I think it's the best. All right. <laughs> I told my wife this the other day. Right, I was in Australia visiting a friend. I was probably about, I think I was 20. It's about 20 years old. And uh, I was at his house and we had a party the night before. And it's in the morning and... I'm there. I'm his guest for like six weeks. So it's in my mind, he needs to look after me. Okay. I'm, I'm on the other side of the world. And uh, they, all of his friends are still there and everything in the morning. They're all making breakfast. They're making eggs. They're making whatever. And uh, I was waiting for him to ask me if I wanted eggs, which I did. And he just didn't. I mean, he was probably busy with all these other things. I was so distraught and annoyed that he didn't ask me if I wanted eggs, right? I could have just said, hey, ma'am, can I have some eggs? But no, instead, I just left, right? Didn't, didn't tell anyone where I was going. Didn't even say I was leaving. I left, like stormed out in the morning, walked around the corner, and all there was was a petrol station. <laughs> and I went in, I was so hungry and angry. I went in, opened the door and got in. They don't have any delicious eggs or food there. So what did I pick up? A crunchy. And then I walked out eating my crunchy in the scorching Australian heat on my own and grumpy. And I went back and they'd all finished their delicious omelets and poached eggs. And so the moral of the story is don't be a douche. Just ask if you can have some eggs. Don't go to Australia. (laughs) So, who? One Tree Hill? Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember that show? How Is that we what we're talking about? How do oh, we transition back? I think at one oh, point. okay. <laughs> okay, Katie, Lucas, go. 
come on, we've done Lucas to death. Okay, Lucas, done. <laughs> Katie, next character. Who? Yes, Katie, have you got anything to add to Lucas or finish off on Lucas with? The only thing I wanted to say about Lucas was when he went to go see Peyton at Trick and he's like, remember when I told you or you blamed me for being a really bad friend and she starts to apologize and he's like, no, you're right. Um, you know, I'm going to be better, which I thought was really nice. But that's it. I think I think we're done with Lucas at this point. <laughs> 45 minutes talking about chocolate. People know what they sign up for. <laughs> they, when I listen back uh, to editing, which I won't be doing on this one, I they're my favorite parts. They are honestly. I mean, I don't know if every, I, I'm sure that it's quite divided. I'm sure there's some people that just want to hear the One Tree Hill stuff, and other people that. How do you feel, Katie? Do you wish that it was more like One Tree Hill centric? <laughs> right now, no. she does. <laughs> No, I I like listening to all the asides and I usually listen while I'm driving to and from work and I'll end up like laughing in my car by myself and I'm like, oh, people probably think I'm crazy. But but no, I mean, I think I think the side stuff is funny, especially when it carries over, you know, weeks and weeks and you guys will say something from several episodes prior and it just it's funny. So I'm about it. Excellent. Well, thank you. We're about you. We're going to dove chocolates all day. So dark dove chocolates. Yeah. Uh, Katie, who's next? Um, we can do Brooke and Peyton, I think, together. There's a couple scenes of just them shopping and on the phone and whatnot. Um, so they they're out shopping because Brooke has her allowance back and she's picking out all these ugly clothes that were probably (laughs) cute in 2004, but are no longer cute. Wedges. Those wedges. I couldn't, (laughs) I was like, no, I don't even think I would wear those in 2004, (laughs) but uh, yeah. So, you know, Peyton mentions that, you know, if you're interested in Lucas, I think it's great. Um, and, and Brooke says, well, what makes you think that it'll work out this time? And Peyton says, they're not the same people. And also she won't make out with him this time. So, um, so that kind of leads to Brooke thinking, okay, maybe something can happen here. And, you know, then later on, um, when Brooke finds the Peyton stuff in, in Luke's closet. She's on the phone with, well, right before that, she's on the phone with Peyton and, you know, she's like, well, I'm scared on all of this stuff. And it's, again, you're 16, 17, but it's fine. Girls are that way when they're that young. But, um, you know, Brooke's like, is it worth it giving your heart to Jake, even though, you know, you're hurting now? And Peyton says, yeah, that's, that's how, what being in love is like. And I'm just like, oh God, but you know, (laughs) so, um, I mean, I think they're good friends in this episode and they just want what's best for each other at this point. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, uh, it's nice to see their friendship on like a steady pave again and to see some of their fun, 
fun sides come out. So yeah, that is nice. Dom, any thoughts? I have to say in the in the scene in the shop when they're shopping together and uh, Brooke is kind of opening up a bit more about Lucas and how she feels and Peyton says the line exactly like Katie said, oh, you know, I won't be, you know, kissing him anymore or whatever. I, this is, I was going to say this earlier when we said that um, uh, Lee Norris can't come on the podcast, that Hilary Burton definitely can't, like she can't listen to season one for real of our podcast because there's just so much pain and hate. But in this one, if I'd been Brooke at that moment, I'd have punched her in the throat. Absolutely. Why, why would you say something like that? It's just horrendous. But I mean, they're, they're kind of at a, they're at a point now, aren't they? Where they're like, okay, you know, it's, it's fine. We're friends. We're kind of moving on. And it's that bros, no, hose over bros kind of sentiment, isn't it? Uh, even though they don't say it, I, th- I thought they might might drop it in in this episode, but they didn't. But they did. Oh, did they? Yeah, because oh. she says, what about hose over bros? And Peyton said, well, that doesn't mean no bros ever. Oh, okay. And I'm also well, like, how means- can they say hose on TV in 15 years ago? I don't know how that happened, but... Mm. Yeah. In the WWF, WWE now, there used to be a wrestler called the dog, the dog father, the god. No, I'm thinking the Snoop Dogg, or the the Godfather, and he used to have what was called the hoe train, and he was basically a pimp. But they that would have been a watershed thing, like as in that would have that back then wrestling was like way more. You know, they like hung Stone Cold Steve Austin once. Like, you know, it was a lot more. It wasn't John Cena, you know, um, nothing against John Cena. You know, it's just different eras. Um, KE, do you have a preference? Don't. So um, <laughs> uh, I, if Hillary Burns not listening to this episode of the podcast, then I can also say, that because i know she did listen to all of the other ones you know obviously um her delivery can really bother me sometimes um especially in these moments where she does this little voice like as long as you don't forget about your hopes you know she sort of does this like i i can't really explain it it's like an inflection she does with her voice to sort of soften the blow of something that she's saying You, you guys get what i'm saying yeah, and I think she does a little bit of the head bob thing too. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, it's like it's like the time for the um, the boy toy auction when she buys Nathan and she, uh, Nathan says, "All right, let's get this over with." And she's like, "Yeah, that's what he used to say before we'd have sex." And to Haley, I'm like, "That is not. Don't say that." <laughs> you know. The inappropriateness of her is just yeah. outrageous, isn't it? Outrageous. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so um, we've kind of spoken about most of their major points here. Uh, mm. I think we have with Brooke anyway. Um, uh, the, obviously, there's the point where Brooke calls Lucas to basically ask him to go out on a date or something we're imagining. And this is when she finds all of the Peyton pictures that we've kind of spoken about that she, it could have been, she could have just asked him. Um, Lucas is the stuff with Andy. Um, We've spoken a bit about that, but the fact that, you know, Andy put it into Lucas's 
uh, court, you know, of, of what does he want to do? But also the fact that Dan has this savings account for his college, you know, does that change anything? It didn't change anything for Lucas, really. He still wanted to go after him. So, Peyton, is there anything that we're really missing with her? I don't think so. Okay, so should we go on to Haley? Yeah, I think she's pretty much the only one left. Besides Karen emailing Keith really long email and him saying thank you. <laughs> I, I actually laughed out loud at that bit on the watch along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Just Haley and the annulment. And the douchebag like band manager. Uh, yeah she you know said she wanted to go home and uh you know he said okay we'll replace you which is fair and she says are you serious and he said are you um again that's fair he's douchey yes but he's an adult and she's a child so I think it kind of makes sense a little bit um But again, like, you know, Dan shows up with this annulment and she just is like, okay, I'll sign this. Doesn't even call Nathan or ask him about it. She just, I guess, agrees. And, you know, then (laughs) when she decides to stay and her band manager is, you know, I thought you were going home to your husband. And she goes, what husband? And it's just like, you didn't even try and contact him. You know, I just don't get it, but whatever. She's like crying over the piano, isn't she? Over the key. Yeah, she is with the annulment paper sitting right there. Really sad and upset about life when she's just done this to herself. Ridiculous. She did. <laughs> Maybe this is one of them ones that like when you were, when you're like a teenager, when it's like your first girlfriend, like or you know more proper girlfriend and you like you would text uh, but you would you would never call like you wouldn't be brave enough to actually phone them and speak to them on the phone because then you wouldn't be able to calculate everything that you're going to say so maybe <laughs> they just haven't gone past that point of their relationship yet they can only text but yeah no it's crazy that she didn't even check yeah for sure again it, i think it plays to the strengths of, of Dan's character though and how sort of controlling he is the manipulation side of things and and very to the point and factual isn't he as well uh, he's not wrong in anything he says again uh, in this in this moment and um like even even to the like even the little bits where he says oh you're going to be a big star so I want your autograph and then whips out the paperwork and it's just like an element oh it all gets a little bit like tetchy from there she's like what are you doing here mr scott <laughs> and he's like you're gonna divorce my son <laughs> and how did he get there so fast like where is she do we know and why can nathan go if she's that close yeah he seems to be dry like last time when he went to visit he was driving through like alabama and stuff wasn't yeah. he which is far he might have just got got a quick flight, you know, a little. I mean, he's got a hundred thousand dollars to spend, so he can afford a flight, I guess. Yeah, he's done Andy's private jet. <laughs> I 
liked when he said something like, uh, he was like, you know, came to see what all the fuss was about. Who knew you're actually talented or something like that, didn't he? Good old, good old damn. Was it was it was he the the tall dark hottie in the in your dressing room? Hey Haley. Hey Charlie. <laughs> A tall dark hottie in your dressing room says he's your biggest fan. <laughs> pretty good, but also he's like pretty old. So wouldn't they be like, who is this old older man coming to see Haley? <laughs> like that's kind of creepy, but well, Haley, apparently not. Is a, this is a strange middle aged dude in your dressing room <laughs> says he's your biggest fan. We've let him in, and you're a teenager, <laughs> right? so perfectly safe and fine. You know, you'll be you'll be okay. We'll leave you alone with him. Yeah, you don't you don't need anyone like chaperoning or watching you. You'll be okay. <laughs> All right, Katie, as Simon what, just laughs it off, whatever. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> laughing it off. It just it ties into my next question. Katie, as watching this now, you know, as as an adult, uh, how do you do you find Dan attractive? You know, now that you're at a point where it's like you're not the the younger characters aren't your peers anymore, you know, where you're in this middle ground between them and the the older characters yeah how is is dan is dan attractive to you of course he is but i think dom described him perfectly earlier as manipulative and creepy so i think that that pretty much embodies dan so it's kind of like yes on a surface level he's attractive but the way he behaves is like eh, not not so sure about that pretty creepy so no Yes and no. <laughs> what, what about Keith? I mean, I don't think I have a choice. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Keith is very handsome. Love that. <laughs> Would you describe him as a slab of beef? Absolutely. <laughs> That's the only answer. That's the only answer. <laughs> and finally, Whitey. <laughs> Oh, he's so cute. I mean, he's adorable. Yeah. Gotta love Whitey. Excellent. Um, Dom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So do we have anything else to say about Haley? I don't think so. Do we have anything else to say about this episode before we go into judgment land? I don't. Katie's out. She's like, let me go. I've had enough. I, I would like to. I would like to give mention to uh, Tim. Oh, Tim had a great episode in this episode at the table when he's sitting around. He's like, let's take him to a brothel, and that that was just like came out completely out of nowhere. Um, and then uh, when Peyton's looking through like Nathan's bills and stuff like that, and says, "You ordered 30, 30 bucks worth of." porn or pay-per-view porn and then it's just the immediate look at tim just like they all pan over and just kind of stare at tim and it's just like what you're out of town and i was lonely (laughs) like really really good moments Uh, and then when nathan goes sort of complains doesn't complain but he's just like oh my god lucas is getting a bit overbearing he's he's one step away from like tucking me in and singing me a lullaby and tim's like i could and he's like no 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 tim (laughs) stop just just stop (laughs) and the brook dream as well yes Yes, the brook dream. Don't have the dream now, Tim. <laughs> so yeah, just big shout out to Tim, who uh, I previously really didn't like, but I really do now. It turned around at the Bachelor Party episode, didn't it? <laughs> <for you? laughs> 
That was a great episode. Best Tim episode yet, still. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, then you can find our Patreon, bonus content, additional content, all of the content. Watch along with us live every week, 11 p.m. UK time on a Wednesday evening. It is great fun. Uh, we did a reaction video or I cut together a little bit of a reaction of Dom's reaction to like the climax of the finale. And it was so good. Um, like as in the, the response that we got, it got it's It's done like a thousand views on Instagram, uh, which, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but that that's cool. Like we, we still, we get hyped by that stuff. Uh, so plaque yes. <laughs> on, on a plaque. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah I'm black. <laughs> and galaxy chocolate would just rain from the heavens it's good times <laughs> but uh so dom is actually dom is actually stepping into the editing room and we're gonna start recording um parts of our watch alongs and dom is gonna edit together like a little highlight reel for each episode exclusive that's what i said exclusive for patreon because that's the family everyone else is nothing i'm joking joking. we appreciate you all but we're gonna put uh, some of the highlights on our patreon because some of our patrons time zones and whatever you can't make it so you can still see dom's reactions to the biggest parts and then you know, six months down the line, we will release it, you know, bits onto Instagram and stuff. Cause we do want to share that stuff, but we want to, you know, we want to share it with, you know, the people that are supporting us, everyone supporting us. You can support us simply by just rating, reviewing, you know, it doesn't have to be financial. We understand the situation. You can find us at ravenshoops.net. Why Dom? Because basketballs go through hoops, but Katie, they also go through Nuts. Ravenshoops.net. We also have a couple of shout outs because Patreon be popping off. Dom, coming in at Junior Varsity, we have Jenna. Jenna! You just became a Raven. Uh, Jenna, this is specific, has been like a day one um writes her own judgments uh who character ratings everything on the instagram every single week one of the first listeners every episode gives great um insight and is incredibly supportive so uh yeah appreciate appreciate you jenna so that's uh yeah and then we have two two hall of fames we're at a position where hall of fame is like our biggest category and i can't tell you how humbling and grateful we are um it's it's overwhelming and uh you all deserve a plaque maybe that's what we need to do we need to get all the patrons a plaque right okay this is what we're doing when we hit these milestones we're all getting these fucking plaques sorry (laughs) i got excited everyone's getting a plaque Perfect. Katie, would you like a plaque? Sure, absolutely. Excellent. <laughs> well, two new members to the Hall of Fame family. We have Lauren. And oh, an additional Lauren. Lauren. 
Lauren. You just became a raven. <laughs> and we also have Mia. Mia! Mama Mia! <laughs> Mia, you just became a raven. And also, I don't have it in my notes, but I, of course, remember at Junior Varsity, another, actually the first person to ever reach out on the day, on day one, it was on Podbean, is uh, Oki. And Oki, so lovely. She um, she sent us the discount codes for uh, the Timberland stuff. Yes. <laughs> we appreciate you, Oki. Uh, okay. Keep them codes coming. <laughs> <laughs> if, if any other patrons have got codes, <laughs> send them our way. <laughs> okay, you just became a raven. So, thank you. We appreciate you. In to Judgment Land, Katie, who was your favorite performer of this episode? James Lafferty. I think he just you know as dom said earlier he had different sort of flip-flop personalities throughout the whole episode and you know went on an emotional roller coaster and i think he delivered it really well and it was very believable so uh, gotta give it to james nice and dom mine is exactly the same it was also james lafty i think he had a really, really good episode. Uh, just showed great range. Um, it could really do, you know, kind of, yeah, I'm not really that bothered, not fast. I've got to sort all this out. Quite funny at points to, okay, as the episode went on, it got more and more serious and just, yeah, that that perfect flip-flop. He had a, I think he had a really solid episode and very good performance. What about you, my friend? Well, three aces, two kings what does that mean it means a full house james lafferty also for all of the reasons that have already been stated i would just be repeating katie that's what happens we're going last every time <laughs> who's your favorite character of the episode lucas which is kind of surprising for me because I'm not the biggest Lucas fan. I know that you are Simon, but I think for this episode, he was just such a good friend to Peyton, to Nathan, trying to be good to Brooke. Um, So I got to go with Lucas. Good call. Good call. Always a good call. Dom? Uh, that is a good call it's a it's a nice shout out to lucas because he you know he was doing the right things in this episode and we do we do say quite often you know he he's the one you would go to with information and and tell him stuff and and put a bit of trust and faith into him so yeah good call on on the the lucas shout there shout out to tim i think tim had a solid episode (laughs) i like i think he's he's hilarious but i'm actually giving this to dan i think dan is just was just brilliant just the the like the crocodile tears moment alone was was worth it and then the 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 change around when he's like what you don't believe me you don't you know you don't you don't think i care about the family it's all your fault nathan basically that your mum's a drug riddled mess um and yeah i just think just his visit to Haley as well just quality really really well done so yeah dan what about you simon i reckon i reckon i reckon different I reckon you've picked someone different from both of us. Well, I'll tell you now. I only have three things to say. It's C M 
M. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got to be Chad uh, Lucas. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I, Dan is a good choice as well. Yeah, I fully see that. I what I like about Lucas is that he is like the moral center. Like he is like he has become like the best version of himself again, or one of the best versions. It's like he learned from what happened in the first season. And he's being really considerate of everybody's feelings and think he is, yeah, a well-balanced character and version of himself in this one. So, yeah, I'll go with Lucas. Katie, what was your favourite line of the episode? Um, I liked when Peyton was on the phone with Brooke and she said, wouldn't you rather take a chance than always wonder what could have been? I think that could be applied to anything in your life, basically, not even just a guy you like or whatever, but anything. So I like that line. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Fortune favors the brave, all of that stuff. That's good. Dom. Um, it, it was quite, I didn't pick one that was as poignant and I think that's a fantastic line to pick. Um, I, I noted a few down and it's kind of they're sort of silly ones so it's difficult for me to pick between them because I'm very silly so um, like Dan Dan I, I actually wrote Dan versus Haley, and and Dan says wanted I like, wanted to see what all the fuss was about at that point uh, just Tim um, all the Tim moments got written down um, what am I going to go with I think I'm going to have to go with we could take him to a brothel. <laughs> because it was just so unexpected. It just sort of shouts it out across the table. Everyone just has that pure look of disgust at Tim. And I think I think it would be unfair to give him so many mentions but not not give him a, something in the ratings at the end. So, yeah, that line. <laughs> what about you, Simon? Good one. Give Tim a plaque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I thought you was about to say my one, but you didn't. I can't believe we didn't mention it. But when Dan versus Nathan, so to speak, Dan says something like, I just started hurting all the people that I love and you know, I just can't stop doing it. And Nathan says, Just stop being a dick then, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with that one. Nice. Katie, your favorite song of the episode? Um, it's the one where they're kind of having the montage in the middle at Trick. I think it's like the the best mixtape I had, or something like that. Um, just because it just is very two thousand four, two thousand five, and it's definitely something that I would have listened to back in the day. <laughs> So had to give credit to that. I actually downloaded that while we were doing our watch along. Nice. <laughs> I was like, need it. Got it. Good choice, Dom. Uh, I'm going to have to pick the same. I unfortunately didn't didn't catch like the others. There was quite a lot of music played throughout. Like when Haley was, funny enough, when Haley was like crying over a keyboard, I thought she was playing whatever was playing at the top. But then it went off into like a different sort of tune and realized that she was just dribbling on a keyboard so and <laughs> um, i'll have to i'll pick exactly the same as what katie picked you will be that, 
yeah that that was that was my one as well uh the, i did like the song that was playing in the final montage as well they're always really good at that like it does kind of follow this formula of them having like the, a montage at the end of setting people in the characters in the places that they're going to pick up from in the next episode and they usually do it to like a really good song so yeah um okay favorite background performer one line or less katie who we got so i'm gonna go with keith with his thank you email <laughs> just <laughs> is i laughed too when i saw him it's like oh that's like the the k text these days so gotta go with keith that's so true yeah and it was just Karen's whole email, like, oh, Keith, I really miss you. I hope you're okay. I'm always here for you. Yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> just the what, okay. Yep. Uh, what about you, Dom? Uh, I'm actually going to pick someone who didn't have a line and was barely visible. They were in the back of the shop when Brooke and Peyton were shopping. And it was just a girl in a very bright blue sort of like vest top, just browsing. She was just having a little wander around in that shop loving life being in one tree hill so it goes to the young lady in the shop excellent what about you i always wonder like how much people those kinds of people get paid to be in an episode of one tree hill some some of them probably don't they they probably just get fed (laughs) they just get honestly i I was an extra in a a film once and i i didn't get paid for it i just got fed (laughs) the food was all right something it was pretty good yeah i was quite happy with it (laughs) well Mine is going to be someone, they were on screen for a second, but I can't remember the name, but the douchey band manager, as he walks away from Haley, he's just like, hey, Richard, move that. You're not on your clock. You're on my clock or something like that. But he literally just said, hey, move that. And it was so like, so that guy that had to just move that thing for that douchebag. <laughs> that would be my choice. And so that leads us to... The precious, precious rating. I'm hoping we're not going to have another contentious part of the episode. We never, ever got to a standoff like we did in the last episode. I'm hoping we never get to one like that again. I couldn't sleep that night. Very restless. (laughs) No, I was fine. But we will see. So, Katie, I'm sure you know how this goes already. But without saying what your rating is, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? I did. And did it increase or decrease during this conversation? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I have a number at this point. <laughs> I'll say it stayed the same. Okay. Dom, same questions. I did have a number. And it has increased. Oh, I think I know what yours was and what it's gone to, but I'm not <laughs> going to say. I I had a number, have a number. It always stays the same. <laughs> there you go. Ready? Yep. On three. One, two, three, nine. Eight. Oh. <laughs> so I was a seven. I was a, I was convinced I was a seven from watching it the first time, a seven from watching it the second time, which was earlier today. And then the conversation, some of the stuff that, that both of you have brought up, 
um, about the the characters, the actors, and stuff pushed me pushed me to an eight. So that's why I, I went with eight. Wow. Okay, Katie, before before you explain your rating, can I just ask you? When we do our ratings, do you generally like agree with where we're at? Are you normally a little bit below, or what's the deal? Usually a little bit below. Okay. But I think I'm biased because I've seen it, seen the whole show. So I don't think it's anything on you guys. I just personally think that there are other better ones out there. Hmm. I mean, it's difficult when you know what's to come. Yeah. It's like, well, there's some tens that are just certified. Like, there's some tens that if Dom doesn't think that they're tens, we might as well just shut the podcast down. Yeah. You know? And even, like, I mean, you guys have now seen the finale of this season. And for me, I'm like, I can't, having seen those, give this one that high of a rating because comparatively this one is not great to me personally I don't feel like a lot happened in this episode I mean the Dan Nathan and Haley stuff to me it was kind of the only like plot points of this episode there there are some memorable things like the uh the watching the movie thing like the fundraiser I get that's memorable um yeah so what was you gonna say Katie? i don't know oh okay i thought you was about to dom no it was was me i think oh my bad (laughs) that's all right um uh, i think i think a lot of my ratings change based on on the conversation that we have after so when we go through the analysis so i always have a firm number in my head when I when I come to the podcast and then during the podcast it, it tends to fluctuate it, it sort of really goes down but it either stays kind of solid where it is or it'll go up a little bit and um yeah some of the like I said some of the points that you guys were, were bringing up even your choice of uh, Lucas as your favorite character for this episode Katie it's just it's made me go yeah actually yeah he had a he had a pretty solid episode except for his like stupid little laugh at one point in in trick um the rest of it was was you know pretty spot on I, and the crying at the end okay I, I didn't really get what was going on there again stub toe could be anything but yeah and, and Simon kind of explaining his thoughts on it and just the the kind of general ana- analysis always brings a different slightly different number out in me I think um and I I always kind of wonder maybe I should be a bit more true to the number I pick but also actually the the conversation is the bit that I like the most so that's kind of where where my number goes I think and that why it's gone up to eight this time well I'm happy to go down to an eight because uh from from Katie's point that yeah okay there are other episodes that you know that are higher and potentially I get excited you know there are plaques on the line but um (laughs) (laughs) so I mean I'm happy to go down to an eight I feel like an eight is a solid number I think it's like you know a solid episode the plot gets moved along but I think its function mainly is to put things in place for the finale um dom you're obviously at an eight and you're the most stubborn man in the world you don't like to move (laughs) we're aware of that so katie how are we at getting you to come up to an eight well i was just thinking that if the last episode was a seven and i think this one is definitely better than last episode i'm i think an eight is acceptable 
you're not particularly happy about it, you'll <laughs> accept it. I mean, I probably would have gone even lower on the last episode, so I think that... I, I think I compromised at a seven on the last episode. I picked six. Okay. But it became a, it became a seven. We but... haven't gone lower than a six. The six, six is the lowest we've ever had. We've never had a five. I can't wait for season seven. <laughs> I was pretty close to a six on this episode, to be honest. But I am, I think an eight is fine. I'm willing to go to an eight. Excellent. So we're agreed on an eight. Agreed on an eight. Etch it on a plaque. It's in the history books. We have an eight. Well, first and foremost, Katie, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. uh, It's one of them situations where it feels like we've known you for years and that's always the best. Um, So, yeah, we appreciate you. And, yeah, thank you for your support. Thanks for having me. It's been a ton of fun. It's been brilliant. And I have to say, like, podcast natural. So um, you can either join us again, but you're definitely not allowed to start your own podcast because we'll be worried. (laughs) Very kind of you. I'll be back for um, episode 17 of season three, which is a good one. Excellent. Well, we'll, it will feel like feels like forever away now, but I'm sure we'll be there very soon. So, yeah, exciting. But thank you so much. Great to to get to meet you today and talk to you. And yeah, thank you so much for joining us and listening to us and supporting us. But before we go anywhere, Dom, social media plugs go uh, at the Mighty Ravens is our other um, Instagram site where we have basically all our other podcast projects are on that page um, which is also the name of our podcast kind of channel the mighty ravens so check us out uh, listen to some of our mighty 90s stuff conversations with mad props um keeps our chats is that what it's called you hate it dom hates <laughs> he hates the dawson's creek stuff oh, there was a, dawson's it. creek came up on my netflix and i i took a picture of it and sent it to simon so what the hell is this doing here <laughs> get lex away from me <laughs> she doesn't listen it's fine <laughs> she does i, I know i'm kidding and <laughs> <laughs> no editing hey. brave you're brave for that well we're all brave <laughs> you can also get ravens podcast on instagram all of the links are below so dom runs the mighty ravens instagram so if you want to message anything to doms you can find him there uh you can see my page uh simon podcast that just has some of some of my things i'm interested in props and generally mighty ducks and things like that uh but yeah appreciate everyone on all of you know all of the places but we need to go out here on a Ravens chant. Katie, it's your choice. What accent will it be? Can't do accents. Um, we could do... Is there one you guys haven't done? Lots out there. We've done we've done Irish and Scottish so many times. So anyone okay. but them. Not those. <laughs> French. Ooh. Oh, we oui. <laughs> le Francais. Oh, do you know what we haven't done for ages as well? Is you counting in? So you, le, can, I think you bi- should count in the bibliothèque à la piscine. 
<laughs> the, the library. Library at the this pool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went on French exchange. My French exchange partner spoke perfect English. So. <laughs> nice. so we just went to the cinema and watched Spider-Man. Nice. There you go. Um, all right. Uh, un, deux, trois. Ravens? Très bien. We oui. <laughs> that hang on that was too easy that was too we got to build this shit up. I'm so sorry. Ah uh, bonjour, hello, <laughs> welcome to France. You want a baguette with the fromage? Wow. We oui. absolutely. <laughs> Is that? Well, that's fine, isn't it? We're doing accents and impressions. You have to do uh, as much Thierry Henry as possible. What's the French for va va voom? <laughs> Uh, le citron is a car <laughs> ba, ba, uh, it was a Renault advert come see come see one of my favorite episodes of Friends is when Joey's learning to speak French yes it's so good so funny <laughs> a good French buddy <laughs> <laughs> it's timeless timeless Okay, well, you can speak. You can speak French, Katie. Is that what's happening? Sure can't. Nope. <laughs> I took uh, I took French in high school, and that's it. Well, can, you can count us in. You did it already. That's, I we'll did. follow your lead. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Me. <laughs> Un, deux, trois. Clavens. Vivre la France. Ha, ha, ha.